Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from CLTV, Mr. Grow It, and Pigeons 420. What up, boys? Hey, boys. What up? Hey, Good to see you. Man, fucking anyway, how you guys doing? I'm very well. Good. Very, very good. well. I mean, I rarely well. say well. I always say good, and then people, like, I think proper. I'm like, very well, very well. But if I say it, I feel like I'm going to be a bitch. If I say, like, you and I instead of me and you, I don't know. It's <laughs> something I, about it. I actually, it. Ed, I made the conscious decision way back to change to well. Smart. Man. I just, yeah, just, I, like, years ago, I remember being like, yeah, I'm well. Thank you. I'm well. I hope you're well, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's good, well, but I hope you guys are well. Yeah, I hope everyone in the chat, you know, who's watching the premiere or listening, wherever you're listening to, uh, or watching later in the comment section, hope you are also well. You and I are okay. doing well, too. You know? That definitely came off awkward, didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But, man, today, uh, you know, speaking of awkward, talking about some awkward relationships or maybe uh, pitfalls. Let's say pitfalls is better. I like that one, Mr. Grant. That was a good one. Sponsorship pitfalls. So, companies that... <sighs> We don't work with anymore. That's the best way to put it with being polite. <laughs> and, and companies that people not necessarily should avoid because the products could be good. 100%. There's no, and I, that's why I say oftentimes how I'll look at even wanting to work with the company. The product is not necessarily even top on my list. It's ethics. It's how they treat the, the community, how they treat the creator. And things that they do that may or may not shit on their you know, performance. So I think uh, it's a good episode if we discuss this and break down things that we vent behind scenes amongst each other, but you know, put it on the table, and hopefully, people listening who are sponsors will be like, "Hey, we should maybe change this a little bit." We didn't realize we were coming off this way because most times, ill intention isn't what people are doing. Most times, they just don't realize it's lack of communication. So that's key. To it. And it, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, not only that, but also we have content creators that watch us too, right? And maybe you're a content creator, and you've got a hundred subscribers, maybe you got a thousand subscribers, so on and so forth, but. Maybe you're at the point where you're starting to talk with these brands. And um, quite frankly, there's a lot of brands that won't hesitate to take advantage of you. Um, and just knowing some of these things are going to help you kind of with that navigation to be able to talk with them and, and work something out that's fair, right? Um, because, again, they'll, they'll, they'll take advantage of you, no problem. So, yeah, I think this video for sure will help some people who are just starting out, just getting sponsors, just starting talking to brands as well for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to say, too, uh, I think we're all blessed enough and, and work hard enough, the three of us, that we've gotten to a point in our career where we are making monetary gains from from sponsors. Uh, sponsors. Very fortunate. Uh, great sponsors. Yes, and the thing is, though, is it's I want it to I want it to be at the forefront to mention that you're going to work for free. OK, uh, for a number of years or uh, as a content creator. Anyway, so is kind of what I'm saying. When it comes to sponsors, people aren't going to just spend money on you because you are on the internet there's so (laughs) many people on the internet um you you will be working for gear you know for promotion for for lights it's going to be the one that comes around the most you know um and and you have to get to a point because you know numbers are everything unfortunately you know you, you need to be able to satisfy the sponsor's need to get the awareness for their product and at the same time you know uh the more attention and the more you know numbers that you have essentially that that's going to increase your value to the sponsors so i just wanted before we get too crazy you're going to work for free as a content creator for a little while 
Um, it's just a matter of how hard do you grind? What do you consider free? Because lessons, too. learning, you know, learning from your mistakes and your conversations is going to be a big advantage as you move up. For sure. For sure. I think that's a big thing, too, is is starting out, like, if you do get a sponsor, if you're a content creator, you're going to see your confidence go up because somebody believes in you. Somebody actually, whether they really do or not, because I learned down the road, some really don't. They treat me the same as they do the next and the next and the next. This is like a campaign to find as many micro-influencers as they can. But sure as hell feels good when you're putting in that work and somebody recognizes it and says, hey, we want to send you free stuff. We want to, you know, help your brand and help your garden and help, you know, whatever you're doing, help you hunting or painting, whatever you're into. And that is such a fulfilling, like, victory when you're first starting. It's like, holy shit, they, I'm doing it. I made it. I'm a professional. You know, it's like, you guys yeah. remember, you guys remember your first sponsor? I do. I do. Like um, gear. It was probably gear. I know mine was an, mine was LED. I hate it. Well, in a way, my first official one was an LED company. Do you remember yeah. yours, Chris? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was Vivo Sun. I think they sent me over like a tent and, um, uh, yeah, I think they sent me over light and a whole bunch of stuff actually. Yeah. That was a long time ago. What was your first one, Rob? What was your first sponsor? Um, Smoke Unpaid, Buddy. Oh, Smoke yeah, buddy. you've talked about them. Yeah, yeah, mm. and, and it's cool, like I and said. That's the thing you blow into? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me now. It, it never did because I smoke blunts, but <laughs> if you smoke bowls and there's no smoke that comes from the bowl, like a smokeless pipe, you ever seen those? Cause there's smoke that comes from but it doesn't, like, leak smoke. It's not going to excrete smoke like that. Yeah, that would be the only time that something like that would work. Otherwise, as soon as you light the bowl, that room <laughs> smells like weed. And, yes, it helps that you're blowing <laughs> out the smoke, but, like... I don't it's know. only addressing like, one aspect. One of, aspect. Of trust me. Weed. Been in a hotel in Florida thinking that I was good, and turns out it does not work. Smoke alarms going off. Smoke, beep, beep, beep. Well, and people knocking on the door, like, "Sir, right. um, I'm like, oh, that's not me. Someone must have a skunk in this nice hotel here by the beach. I don't know." <laughs> like, you know, but it, the fact that this company believed enough in us to send us over some that's free right. gear, man made my month made my year i was like we made it this you, is official what the shit that i thought was a dream is becoming a reality this is real and now. that's what kicks it off that's what kicks it off you know um, i i was fortunate i didn't have to reach out to my first sponsor they they reached out to me and it was it was unit farm they're an led company from many moons ago i don't even know if they still exist to be honest have you heard of uh no um they they sent me an led company and Man, like, again, you're right. I felt so proud, man. It was a real accomplishment as a creator. You know, I got, looked at the wife and I was like, baby, we they're sending it. us stuff for free. That <laughs> We made it. We made it. You know, and uh, it was a very exciting moment. It was a very exciting moment. Um, it just, there comes a point in your career, if you will, where a closet full of lights isn't going to pay the bills. Um, a closet full of products isn't going to pay the bills. You're going to get to a point where you do have the numbers to be able to start, you know, trying to ask for fun funds because you got to remember too, a lot of people think, you know, oh, you're getting free shit. You know how much work goes into promoting that free shit? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of work. And you got to remember, I make a video in 2019 about a light. It goes 30 days. It gets 5,000 views. That same video now has 800,000 views. That was before I took it off. So that video that they never paid for, you know, now has 800,000 views. Did I convert any of those? Let's say 10. Let's say 10. You know, that's a, that's they sure that's got probably their paid off that back. light, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> There's no so, money back, uh, you know. There, it, 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 where I think the direction of this this 
video is going to go is it there there has to be a conversation it has to be fair for both parties and we need to take these things into consideration the amount of money the product that they're sending you and how long and what kind of video you're putting them into because it could last forever yeah well, i got and, you go ahead you go and you for them go, sending you free products it's not actually free so when somebody says oh we'll send you a free product if you make a video no there's an exchange happening it's a bargain you're putting in work to get it so it's not really free right so uh, getting free products to promote them it's all fine especially when you're a smaller influencer or whatever uh but you have to kind of know that point where it's no longer worth it for you to just accept free products right think about the time it takes for you to create that video um, or to create the Instagram post or whatever it may be for that free product. Is it truly worth it for you um, to spend that time doing that? You know, there's some companies that just want to send me little clips, LST clips, so like $10, $15. Am I going to do a whole video on that for a free clips thing? No, absolutely not. So LED grow lights are worth more. <laughs> um, so that's more incentive to, to do it. But kind of know your worth and also mess with the companies that you want to mess with. Don't just take on point. sponsorships that that want to send you free stuff or, or like work because it's going to bite you in the ass, right? I've taken on sponsorships that I haven't, I shouldn't have taken on back in the day. I have since learned my lesson, but it's no, you don't really look back and are proud of some of the promotions you've done back in the day. I took all those videos down, I blah, 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 but um, it's better to promote companies that you like, that you because you're kind Stand of representing by. them, right? You're, you're promoting that to your audience and your audience trusts you. So mess with the companies that have good quality products that you use, that you like potentially. Um, yeah, or else and you could fall into a pitfall where your your audience doesn't like you or your audience like shies away from you because you're doing too many promotions or promoting bad companies, you know, so on and so forth. We've all seen examples of this. Without throwing names, we've all seen examples. You know, some of the big names in the cannabis community, they get the sponsorships and every post they're telling me to buy something. Yep. And it's like, well, I believed you one time. You know, I believed you back then, but now I don't anymore. And I think that's a, that's the number one pitfall, or not number one, but that, that's where we could start. The big... pitfall of sponsorship is that th these have to be brands that you, fox with you Hard. have to you have you, you, the best way to start with a sponsorship is look around what are you using right now that you love and adore Just right that's where you start I, me, that's where you reach I got out some to freeze pipes love freeze pipes you know i i use led you know there's look into your garden i had geopot love geopots i use fabric pots like crazy that would be a great partnership to start for and say hey i love your product i use it in my garden that that would be a good place to start because a pitfall to that is that you know you reach out to sponsors eh, because let's face it you you throw the dart at the board some your darts are going to stick there are tons of companies out there that are willing yeah. to send you stuff but is it good quality stuff you know you have to make these decisions because the actions of your sponsors are also directly affected but or you are also directly affected by i remember you know uh, shout out to spire farm i love them to pieces i remember when i first took on their sponsorship their customer service was lacking well, guess what? That came back to me. I now never dealt customer with any service of them. P. I'm not you're right. I, I I never dealt with any of their customer service. I didn't answer any phones. But guess what? Guess who had to hear about it? Me. So it was up to me to then go to the go to Spider Farm and love them to pieces. They've come so far, but I had to address this because that's the pitfall. Is now you are to, you are a relationship. You are a partnership, and the actions of one affect the other. It's a two way street. Just as much yeah, as much as it would for one of us. If if all of a sudden. 
you know, they, they catch an episode of Top Buds and they're not happy with some things we say. Maybe that could... Don't watch Top Buds. Don't watch Top Buds. That could sour the relationship, potentially. And and that's where it goes both ways. We represent them as much as they represent us. Now, a, a pitfall, I'll get specific on some pitfalls and some stories. Let's, hear, let's get story time here. Okay. One company, one of my first sponsors, uh, a green bean producer, uh, they were very adamant on us just always popping new green beans constantly. And they'd send us literally about a hundred a fucking month. And when we wouldn't mention one, all of a sudden we'd get email after email after email after email, flack, flack. And we didn't agree to do that. We didn't agree to do this many fucking beans at all. I was like, listen, I love green bean salad or, or um, you know, things to do with green beans. But I, I just, I don't know, other than, you know, green bean shit. Fucking censorship. Censorship, Susan. But I think that the lack of communication on my side, too, because I had assumed that we just had a deal where now I had a discount code for the people, which was a shit deal for me. I never got a fucking penny because it was a $4,000 payout. That was the minimum payout for 5%. I'm like $100 packs of green beans. And let's just, let's, for, 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 for or retros, or comparison here, the the average payout, if I may, is like a hundred dollars before before yeah. a payout to an affiliate or someone who's an ambassador. It's a hundred bucks, and once you get past a hundred bucks, they'll pay that out to you every month. If it's a hundred and ten dollars, you'll yeah, get that I need every 800 month. Eight hundred sales a month to get paid. That's crazy. At all, so basically, never got paid because I didn't have that. They got shitty with us. They removed an article that they wrote out about us. Um, removed the backlinks that they had to our website. And all sorts of shit. And never paid us. Because I, we, I decided, hey, I don't like these advanced feminized green beans. That's what they were calling them. And I'm like, it's not even a brand. And you're taking other people's shit and saying it's this. And I'm doing fucking reviews. And they're not accurate. And you're mad that I'm authentic and saying, hey, kind of mild smoke. Didn't, wasn't really the one. Da, 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 da. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is known for sweet and this and this. And this is what the description says. We want you to say this. I'm like, guys, no. Like, I, I couldn't even fake it. I'm not a fucking actor. Like, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Hey, these are the best. <laughs> It tastes so delicious. Like, no, I, I, I can't do that. And they looked at it like I fucked up. And that was my bad. And it took me a right. while to, like, rebuild the confidence to even want to work with sponsors. It was literally mm-hmm. up until, like, about mm-hmm. last year where I'm, like, long-term I'll work with them. Otherwise, it was one-off deals. And even the one-off deals became stressful where the title of the video, you know, for prime example, an LED company that has a planet, we'll say, um, where Elon Musk wants to go, they fucking are very, 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 very adamant on, like, my title not being right or something I said in the video wasn't right and they want me to reproduce the whole video. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm mm-hmm. being authentic mm-hmm. and saying what it is. That's what my audience appreciates. Nope, we want something different. It's like, so do you, would an investor go in and buy a business and change everything, fire all the key players or a, 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 a coach for a football team and get rid of the whole fucking team and change everything up? It's not what you do. You go with what works and you implement what works and you make it better. So as a sponsor, you should integrate in the brand and work with what the brand does instead of saying, you know, you do this, 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 or this, or you're in trouble, or we're not fucking with you, or we're not paying you, you owe me the money back in the light, or whatever. Things like that. And again, I'm a very brash guy. I talk the shit I talk. So I was very direct with them and then publicly called them out. I'm not even going to give them the shine here, but uh, publicly called them out. And it was like all of a sudden became like a misunderstanding on my part. It always comes back to like, it's the content creator. It's like, come on, motherfucker. We got YouTube who doesn't show us love. And then we got you fucking companies who want to be shitty with us, too. And it's like, we're the middle, we're the gap, we're the middleman, the manager, pretty much between the audience, the community, the people who are smoking and kicking it and growing, and the businesses who are trying to make some fucking money. And if it doesn't work for every person involved, 
it's not for me. I'm not going to change my video so the audience doesn't enjoy it. I'm not going to lie so the people are going to get swindled just so you can make money so then I can get some fucking quick little pesos. Like, no. And and when a company disrespects me like that immediately, I'm soured completely. Like, well, I'm still bitter. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, and then, like, uh, so you brought up some really good points there. Um, you know, you talked about an affiliate program where you had to have this this payout. Then you talked about the brands kind of, you know, telling you what to do. That That is a pitfall in a sense. So... Just to back up a second, there's, you know, we were talking about a couple of different things. We we're talking about sponsorships where, you know, you, a company sends you a product or something, and you promote it, or they send you money and you promote it. There's also affiliate programs. Uh, I know Pigeons and Rob don't really like affiliate programs as much as I do. Um, the reason why I like affiliate programs is because you have that freedom. Basically, you sign up to the program, and any good company is going to have a dashboard you can log into. So, they have tracking links to where, you, you know, if somebody clicks on the link, you can see it. You can see the sales all throughout the dashboards. Some companies that don't even have, like, they just go by coupon codes, and you can't see any of the data. That's kind of the thing you got to be careful on is do they actually have an affiliate dashboard that you can log into and see that stuff and create your own links to, to specific pages on their website and stuff? Because there are companies that don't have that capability, so you're just linking to, like, their front page uh, instead of their products. And you can't see their sales, so they could be lying to you. So you got to be careful there. But if you're a partner in an affiliate program, you should be able to f- free to promote that product the way you wish. There should never be a, okay, you're part of the affiliate program. They should never say, you have to release two videos a month promoting this, or your titles have to say this, or they have no say in how you promote it. Now you got to be ethical, right? You can't you know, you shouldn't be talking trash about the company or anything like that. But as far as consistency, how often you promote them, how you go about promoting them to your audience, that's all on you to decide when you're part of an affiliate program because you're only getting paid if people are clicking to the links, uh, buying something, or using your coupon code, you know, purchasing something. That's the only way you're getting paid there. So you have a lot of freedom with the affiliate programs. That's something I really do like. And then, of course, you have the sponsorship side of things where somebody pays you, uh, to promote their product or service, and they do kind of have a little bit more control. I mean, there's going to be companies that let you do what you want to do and, and promote it to your audience the way you, you feel best, which is awesome, you know. But there are going to be companies that are going to want to um, be have a lot of control. They're going to want revisions on your uh, on your uh, videos and stuff like that. So before you actually sign an agreement or you, you agree to a sponsorship, Make sure you know clearly, you set those expectations. You can be the one to set the expectations and say, hey, this is how I'm going to do it. And then find out if they're going to be more controlling and say, okay, no, we want you to do that. Like, understand all that first before you agree to it. It's kind of what I'm getting at. So That's a very That's good a point. Breakdown. That's a very good point. And, and yeah, it's something that you definitely need to take into consideration. There will be sponsors that think that because they want to, like Rob said, they want to change everything about what you've done. Uh, there's a reason they, and this can be a definite pitfall, but doesn't need to be a prime focus. Um, I, I'm very fortunate to have wonderful sponsors. Shout out to Spider Farmer and Dutch Pro that give me the creative freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. They trust and you. They don't. They, they trust tr- the brand. They 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 came to me because they seen what what would the value was. I think the whole and I, again, I've also worked or try, attempted to work with companies that set out. They say, okay, yeah, sure, we like this deal. Let's do this. 
But then as we start to get into it, it's like, no, I want this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, what, where? Like, what? That's now, the now, menu, bro. That, that's, that's nowhere to be found. So th- there will be, like, this power struggle between who wants what. And I think a good way to avoid that is to put that in any kind of contract, any kind of media kit. I, I have a media kit as well. And when I send that to a sponsor, it's v- it outlines very clearly what I can and can't do. And mostly it, I can do whatever I like. And but what I can't do is just, you know, just, you know, just completely disregard, you know, uh, any kind of uh, responsibilities or obligations. But at the same time, you need to outline that you need to say, okay, you know, sometimes as a creator, I get burnt out and I need to take some time off. Okay, that has to be number one. You have to put that in there. And if a sponsor, for example, says, no, you can't. Well, then, like, come on. No, I I need the ability to say I need a, a week off. I need two weeks off. It is what it is. And at the same time. You need to give – they need to know that they do have some insight. This isn't just a one-way street with a sponsorship as it is with an affiliation deal. It's not a one-way street, as Chris mentioned. You do – there is a little give and a little take. What you're giving, though, is your brand, your name, your word, and your community. There's nothing more valuable than that. Yeah, and facts. I will not jeopardize that whatsoever. So it's it, – it, uh, there needs to be that, that – that, given the take because guess what you know like shout out to dutch pro you know they'll pull some creative out of you you know what i mean like not by telling you what to do they'll be just like well have you ever thought about this or hey you know conversations conversations are great talk to your sponsors talk to the people that you're working with and and keep that road of communication open because as soon as it shuts down it 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 can be tough it can be tough to kind of rekindle that relationship or any kind of hope for sure i mean that's where like uh, you and I don't have as, as structured formal agreements with sponsors. Chris has more, on, I believe we've thought before, you've got more like a structured contract and agreement. And here's what I do, here's what you do. And I think that is a good way to go about it. Is to say, here is my to-dos, here's your to-dos, we agree on this. That should be that simple. And then you have something to go back on to say, listen, here's, on both sides, we have something to hold ourselves accountable. Otherwise, it becomes the point where it could be misinterpreted. Or things could be modified against you because you didn't put that in there. You didn't say, hey, no, motherfucker. I'm saying this is how the show goes because it's my show. But again, if a company doesn't see that, then I don't want to work with them. I'm very Tom Petty, hardcore. I just won't. If you're, if you're trying to change what I do, if you're saying things and comparing me to other content creators and throwing them their name out there, especially when it's my homeboys right here, and I'm like, oh, really? You don't watch any of our mm. shit, do you? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, that's the funny thing too. The big well, Mr. And that Crow happens. It took less, and, and that like, did happens. He? Did Mr. Crow it take less? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. We sent two of those to Mr. Crow and to Grub. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, that's not what they told me. Hmm. I'm on so that, like, in twenty and, minutes. I'll, uh... And that can be a pit, that can be a pitfall. Uh, it, you know, it, a great way to kind of get a good connection to the community is we should be talking to each other as content creators. We should be like communicating in terms of good sponsors, good people, good companies, good everything. Even and bad companies, bad seeds, the, fucking trolls. Exactly. Things of to, course. And, and uh, lights, the mental shit like we do together. We're like stressed or anxiety or troll shit or sponsor stuff. And like, we're like our support group amongst each other with those content creators here. And I think if people see that more, man, you, there's no blueprint to this shit. We've talked about that with Derek, prime example. There's no blueprint to what we're doing as 420-friendly content creators in a non-420-friendly environment. It's it's really tough. And then the companies, they don't know this influencer marketing shit like you'd see Chevy or Pepsi. or They literally have like an influencer marketing department. 
That's all they do is, and they treat people right. They have account managers, so that's all they do is kiss ass and and give money, and then they make money for their company. It's tougher for for the taboo creator, we'll call it. Not even just the fortunate creator, the taboo creator, because they kind of know we don't have avenues as much. But at the same time, we're restricted on how we can promote these companies. So again, the green bean company that comes to me, I have to talk about fucking green beans instead of what the real thing is. And that's difficult. I can't put a link in the description. I won't even that. take them on. Like I yeah, won't even and take now, them on. Yeah, that's where account. I can't even do it. And that's a tough thing because I want to. And my big thing is, is I always think, what value am I getting for the community out of this? Can I get a big discount code? Can I get something that's proprietary to my brand that will help my audience more than any other channel or any other person? What can I get in that sense? So it's the struggle, the balance between helping myself out, helping the community out, helping the company out without hindering my performance is always tough because it's like, shit, I, I could lose everything from this one mention of the brand and they one really don't mention. care they one deal wanna... few pesos and your career is done yeah. not yep. worth a bit makes sense i got another one is uh it's coming more and more common is giveaways so companies will often hit you up and say hey we want to give away a grow light on your channel that's cool you know um it's great that companies are giving away the free stuff but just understand if, um, you know, your channel, how big it actually is and if you should be charging money to do that giveaway, right? So, like, it's it's promotion for them. So don't think that you can't charge them money if they're, they're giving away a product because that is a form of promotion. I've had companies fire back and say, well, this giveaway is going to bring you more subscribers, which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Giveaways do not bring more subscribers right how would, it, quality subscribers. how would it bring subscribers it, unless they were promoting it on their channels or something like that maybe traffic would come over and then people would subscribe but if i'm just promoting a giveaway on my channel i'm not going to be getting Number more subscribers bullshit. because of that giveaway it just makes absolutely no sense so mm -hmm. if somebody if a, <laughs> if a company says that to you call bs on them because Tell it's, them it's complete garbage said, you for sure it is. It is. And, and if you're thinking you're getting sponsors from giveaways, you're getting the or sponsors, sorry, uh, subscribers, subscribers from giveaways. Uh, you're, you're getting the wrong subscribers. <laughs> you're getting people there that are chasing the giveaway. Selfish people they're, who just are there for something and they're gone later. They're not they're not they're not going to watch your stuff. They're not going to participate. They're not going to interact. They're not going to no quality viewer or subscribers coming from a giveaway. That's just the reality of it. And, and, and there's no evidence to suggest that your subscribers go up because of a giveaway. That, like, I think that's a big mis misnomer. So, yeah, great point, Chris. Yeah. And the problem is, too, is a lot of these guys are, and usually guys, punk-ass kids just got out of college, don't know a whole lot, learn some stuff in a university or class about influencer marketing or this and this, and they're trying to get commission on their end. Instead of going about it in the ethical way and the good approach, they're doing the Grant Cardone style, and they're just close, 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 sell, 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 without having to put much out and then they look good but realistically when you cater to the influencer the content creator the person who's helping you out in your brand you help them out more they do like we do we're on fucking from the stash live dutch pro doesn't sponsor from the stash dutch pro doesn't sponsor or chill tech doesn't sponsor from the stuff these companies that we give shout outs to don't sponsor this channel in particular but we sure as fuck give them shout outs because they hook us up they hook the community up they're, they're part quality of the family products. Like, that's what it is and i think when you see how a company treats the influencer or the content creator that should also show a little bit how they're going to treat you as a consumer is this mm -hmm. is a company that gives a shit about people who are holding on to their product and getting it out there 
And that for me is huge. That's a game changer where it's like this company right here is going to be for the people, kind of by the people. We help influence things. Neva Grow Hub is another one, like helping change how the whole product works by listening to the community, by asking the influencer and really giving a shit about their opinion. Not just saying, don't care, give me sales, boop, done. You know, you deal with different reps. Like even I've dealt with Spider Farmer and just the rep, that's another thing. It's the, the representative you deal with isn't the company. Well, they represent mm-hmm. the company. They could sour you because they're not treating you right or doing everything proper for you. I wish I would have got with Peace representative initially. Maybe we'd be repping Spider Farmer over here. But it just comes down to if you don't have the rapport built with the people, they don't build it with you, that friction comes in there. The relationship never builds. The community never benefits. The company never benefits. The creator never benefits. And it sucks. There's no reason that it should ever be that way because the same goal, we all have the same goal. Grow good green beans or orchids or tomatoes or medicinal plants and, uh, you know, have a fucking good time, man. And, and the companies can make aloe, money. The buy Exactly. Aloe, of course. It's the byproduct is the money that's made from this stuff. That's what comes from it. Doing all this good creates the dollar for the company, creates the revenue for the creator, creates savings and experience for the consumer. But... If we get to pitfalls, I'm not even going past the second conversation. Like that's what right. it is, you know. So yeah. Um, I, I was waiting for Chris's on mute to happen, but um, I, I think another pitfall to being a creator and dealing with sponsorships is you're going to be considered a sellout. Even what well, that's yeah. Uh, no matter where you go, if you take on a sponsor and the cannabis community, okay, okay, bring me back, but. The, yes, the, the cannabis community gets more gripe than anywhere else. What, on YouTube, there was a time, about 2010, now 12, 13, 14, when you got a sponsor on YouTube, you were looked at as a sellout. It was completely frowned upon. You were not supposed to have any kind of revenue from your channel. It was supposed to be purely creative, purely free, nothing. And it, the, 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 the shift has begun on YouTube. So it's like your, your biggest creators are now sponsored. And their audience celebrates that that success now. You know, like now on YouTube, a sponsorship is a success. It's a, it's it's a notch off the belt. The cannabis community is now just like getting to that point, right? Where it's where we are now. Okay, okay. So a cannabis community. Oh, oh, they're not just getting high and creating videos on the internet. Oh. You know, it's we are still just stoners getting paid, and and there's we're kind of getting over that hump where it's like, oh, oh, you, oh, we have, we, they run ten channels, oh, they work six plus ten hours days, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's some work involved, but you're you're still going to be looked at as a sellout for taking on a sponsorship, regardless of the sponsorship, you know, regardless. But that is that is nothing farther from the truth. Don't let anyone tell you that your strive for success is a detriment to your well-being. That's not true at all. If you've bullshit. taken everything into consideration that we talked about in regards to getting what you want, evaluating yourself, getting your valuation, providing for a sponsor what the, your, what you're getting out into your community, you're not a sellout. You're succeeding. You should be proud of that. But another pitfall of that is often we are valued very similarly as YouTube ad revenue. So people think, or people, companies will compare me to an ad on television. Well, you know, I only have to pay fourteen dollars for a uh, whatever, one hundred fifty dollars for a five second ad, and that ad plays four times a day. Well, that's nice, but I'm not an ad, and my audience is very specific. You know, I, I'm not just throwing an ad in front of 
everyone. This isn't a diapers commercial here. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a Nissan commercial here. No, no, we deal with can we deal with cannabis. I didn't even want to say it because here we are. Susan, but, sorry. <laughs> we deal we deal with this, and so it's like our audience is very hyper specific. So we are way more valuable than ad, YouTube ad revenue or commercial revenue. We are an influencer. We, I hate the word, but it, there's no other there's no other way to really capture the idea that we influence the buyer. We influence our audiences. That's why we hold this so high in terms of regard and, and respect because I don't want to jeopardize that. But you are worth more than a commercial. Like Rob said, just because I have a, your sponsorship on my, on the YouTube channel, I'm going to I'm going to talk about you at the dinner table. I'm going to talk about you on my Twitch streams. I'm going to talk about you to my friends. I'm going to talk about you in videos that you're not even sponsored in, sponsored in because you've joined the family. These aren't one-off deals. I very seldom do one-off deals. I'm more looking for a commitment because I don't want the I don't want to be like, "All right, today's sponsor is different from yesterday, which is different from the day before." Yeah, here's my new but favorite it's the light. Same, yeah, but now my new favorite light of the week <laughs> is yeah, the dun, one dun, that dun. So, so you are worth more than ad revenue. You are, you are, you are an influencer, and and you, your influence should be valued and taken into the equation. Fucking, and you're, right you're gonna you're gonna get old school people that's like, well, the, everything in regards to the plant should be free. So you're a seller for taking on sponsorships. Imagine if promotions didn't happen, right? Imagine if nobody promoted companies on YouTube in the cannabis industry, right? Would we never would know, know what them. companies are, yeah. are good. You know what I mean? Like the, I, I wouldn't know about a lot of companies because they wouldn't be getting shout outs in people's videos. Right. So uh, now Damn that right, people are doing shout outs and stuff like that, I'm aware of, um, you know, Rob and pigeons, your sponsors. Like I now know that, uh, and I trust you guys that you guys are taking on good sponsors of good quality products and stuff. And that's something I'm going to look into. It's a win, win, win. Right, the, yeah. the company, the good company wins because they're getting promotion. You're winning because you're getting paid or a kickback, whatever. Um, and then the audience wins because they get to find out about an, a quality company, right? So it's a win-win-win. That's how the industry works. W without it, I don't think we'd we you know companies wouldn't the good companies wouldn't grow as much as they would. The industry wouldn't grow as much as it would. I mean, we need to have companies. We need to have products. We need to have brands in this industry in order for it to grow and legitimate, you know, legitimize it, so we can get to legalization, you know, across the board. So, absolutely, man. I think Very good point. That I was just going to say that's a, a fucking great point. That's kind of what I was saying in a dumber way earlier. Is the synergy amongst uh, the group, you know, is to be able to have the consumer, the content creator, and the company. Triple C's, baby. And if you get it all mm -hmm. together, that's that's what makes it the relationship. That's where you don't have the pitfalls. You don't have the issues. You may have miscommunications that come in play. And that's, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's common. It's common in fucking real life. We deal with it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't mm -hmm. communicate, you don't address things properly, and you don't come at it respectfully in both parties, all sides, you're going to have your pitfalls. You're going to have a shit show. And I think the best way to go about it is be real, man. Keep your ethics right. Be keep real. your mind right. And don't be afraid to get paid for your work. Bars. I think I think that's very important to take into consideration because we're afraid to. We're afraid to, you know. It's like we do this as a hobby. We start as a passion and then next thing you know it's like, wow, I can get paid to have fun. It's amazing how far the three of us, this community has made it. Fucking and it's only right. made it that way because of our, our our willingness to strive and to get paid for the work that we do. And I think that's of fair. 
in the community. This is why we don't sacrifice our integrity. We got integrity, okay? Because literally, because the, the only reason we're anything is because of y'all. Otherwise, these companies wouldn't be hitting us up. We wouldn't be getting a response. We wouldn't. So, I mean, psh, we wouldn't be able to make content. Synergy. We wouldn't right. even be here. We would be literally you. wouldn't be recording. You'd be at Amazon. You'd be doing your job. And I'd be selling fucking ads, too. So that's what it is, you know, and I think that's that's where uh, a good way to cap the episode off. And then at that, I think overall, man, big shout out to all the quality companies, the companies who are slipping and slacking. Pay attention, man. We want you to do better. It's all boils down to. It's all boils down to. And we're looking for suggestions on future topics. So uh, we've been asking that in a couple episodes recently and looking for people, if you have any ideas on topics that we can do, send it down in the comment section below. We'd love to. Or hop uh, in the CLTV Discord. I'm going to put an area for that so people can just post them in there. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that'd be good too. Okay. Fantastic. Great show today, guys. Absolutely. For sure. Well, with uh, the crew here from FTS, it's your boy Rob from CLTV, Mr. Grow It, Pigeon420. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.